I had to remember to mute my TV because I have I. Uh... Oh, need to shut this door. Need because I have uh Warframe downloading again. Oh really? Every every like six months, I get a hair in my ass about that game. It was right. so fun. Warframe is an amazing game. Yeah, still never sat down to play it. Yeah, I never did either until I. Uh... Let's see, how did I start playing with the? Oh, I know how I started. Destiny. Uh, me and Red were playing Destiny, and her brother and one of his friends were always on. So I started one grouping with uh, her brother, and then her brother and his friend. Then they kept talking about Warframe. I was like, for some reason, I thought it was a Mech Assault game. <laughs> right. Uh, hey, buddy. So yeah, I ended up downloading it, and yeah, yeah, it's a fast, frenetic fuckfest. <laughs> yeah, I remember you talking pretty highly of it. But then they had this massive update that kept it in line with the... Because the, play, the PlayStation version is way out of date. Right. Like, well, the console versions are way out of date compared to the PC. Mm-hmm. And because they finally put in an update that the PC had for like a year or some shit, that completely fucked the game. Well, in my uh. opinion. Because it used to be... You would jump... If you hit the jump function, you would jump in the direction your character was facing. Now, what you could do is run around and swivel the camera back behind you to shoot a motherfucker while still running in the opposite, in the perf, in, you know, right. you just have to, instead of holding, like, if you're going to look behind you, you got to take the left stick and rotate it the opposite clockwise that you're rotating the camera so you don't right. miss a step. And then, you know, you'll jump, you'll dive, you'll do a bunch of shit all while looking behind you and shooting bitches. It was awesome. But now... Uh, you jump the direction your camera is facing. And that huh. fucked my game so hard. It fucked the whole way I played that game. So I switched to a, uh, a a frame that... It's called the Ember. All it does is shoot fire. Its final, its ultimate attack is basically a meteor storm. I right. stacked up its... its uh, I, I killed like its fucking mana cost for things. Like, I... You know, I kitted out the frame exactly how I wanted it to maximize. I could have that goddamn thing going for like two minutes straight. <laughs> huh. Because everybody's dropping. Uh, and it's not just around you. The meteor storm is wide, especially if you kit it to where it increases its range. Right. You can kit, you could stand in the middle of a uh, of a wave assault, just sit in the middle of the map and not do a fucking thing. And just huh. kill everything around you. Because it was simpler than what I was playing, because it didn't involve me jumping anymore. <laughs> right. Because that fucked me up so bad. But every now and then I get a hair in my ass about playing that game. Just like in real life, jumping fucked you up so bad. Jumping never fucked me up in real life. Tree fucked me up in real life. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That, was, that wasn't jumping unless you consider jumping... The what happens the, the after you hit a tree and jumping and backwards the... rather fastly, right? <laughs> into oh, a man. ditch. <laughs> it, it was literally the exact opposite of what you think a jump is. You think a jump is going forward and up. This was going down and back. <laughs> back and to the left. Back. Actually, it was the... a bit to the left. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, it was. Uh, 
Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Quarrel. That's Jake. That's Bob. <laughs> and we actually have something for you today. And I'm going to let Jake describe it because this is all 100% his idea. So I'm going to let, if, if it turns out shit, it's his fault too. So That's all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the blame and or credit. Uh, so was doing our uh, yearly slash semi-yearly uh, rewatch of the Bond flicks, or at least the, the Daniel Craig ones, right? And, uh, of course, started with uh, Casino Royale. And I'd noticed with the... Uh, the one for Quantum of Solace, there was something about it, and I don't know why, just kind of kicked in my head, hey, you know what? We really, really love the Twine theme, and I really, lo- really, really, really love the Skyfall theme also, so why not just us sit down and the eight most recent Bond flicks, sit down and rank them on, well, originally three different criteria, but you kind of added in a fourth Absolutely, one. Absolutely, because, all right, so the criteria Jake put in here is retro vibe. Would you mind explaining that one real fast? So basically with the retro vibe, the the main one... <coughs> so the reason I, I put that in there is I always think of the Skyfall theme because to me it just feels like a, a theme from a 70s or 60s Bond movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so with before listening to all the others, I'm like, hey, that's number one. I want to see if these have a retro vibe from the past, like... Almost 30 years now. Well, no, 25 years? No. Uh, 60s, dude, wasn't it? 60s? No, no, no. I'm talking about since Frost. Oh, the modern and postmodern. 97, so 21 years. So just kind of see if if the songs had like a classic Bond movie kind of vibe and and sound. This isn't what was better, the modern or postmodern Bond. And never has the term postmodern been more applicable. Because, you know, it was a gritty reboot of what was considered Bond, so it was very, very postmodern. Uh, what's the next criteria? The next one was... Hold on, i got to look again. Uh, the had, next oh. one was the the actual popularity of the band and or artist or artists. At the time, right? At the time. Not after... Or, yeah, it's just at that time. And you said that if they uh, if they got big after it, uh, it's a deduction of points, right? Right. So that didn't count. Like I don't think that... it did anything on this no, list. It actually, didn't for no. Any of those? No. Uh. Uh-uh. And the next one. Uh, and then the next one was um, our opinion of the band, which was actually yours. Is, is it? No, you. No, no, the, that was yours. Yeah. That was yours. Okay. Mine was the last yeah. one. Yeah, you're right. So third criteria was a. Our opinion of the song or band. Um, oh, you, you said know, artist. That's why I put just liking the goddamn song as one of them too. Right. Because yours was the idea of the artist and how they right. interact. There we go. Thank Some you, of my I'm notes involve the phone. artists themselves a lot. Right. No. So it would be our opinion of the artist or artist or band, whatever, what have you. And then Bob, the fourth criteria. Just liking the goddamn fucking song. Yeah, complete which, with I mean, that draw. Pretty straightforward. At least gives us some subjectivity. Which, granted, all of this is kind of subjective, but just flat out, like our opinion of the song is one hundred percent subjective. Exactly. And this this is going to be the first, well, like one of the very few times. This is not going to be. This is my list, and this is Jake's list. This is this is cumulative. What we are going to do is we are going to add up the amounts of each of these. I. Uh, each of our criteria, 
adding up both mine and Jake's uh, idea of uh, vo- each uh, category. Yeah, each category, and we're going to actually get the average. You know, get the get what the score is. Well, actually, well, no, we, we don't have to do the score. Do it on a ten point scale. So yeah, a ten point scale. For each category, one being the lowest, ten of course being the highest. So each category, we gave them a ranking between one yeah, to ten. And this is going to be cumulative, not Bob's opinion, Jake's opinion. We're going to combine these to see who actively would win. We're going to add, hey, it's the Olympics, Jake. We're going to add the scores. <laughs> right. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. So uh. Alrighty, Jake. So, start us off with I. Uh, I'm not sure how many notes you have, but I have about five or six uh, bulleted notes for each of these songs. I didn't do that many. It just depended on the song, which my bulleted notes I don't have, but I remember my bulleted yeah. notes better than I remember the actual because number scores. We both so, we both did the same thing, except yeah. he did it on his lunch break, and I did it because there I had nothing to do. Yeah, I was uh, on lunch, and I would listen to each one, and yeah. I would just kind of make notes while listening. Oh yeah. So. It took about a, almost an hour at work and, uh, end up spending about an hour in between calls and functions and all that stuff. But I, yeah, I uh, just set up a few bullets. I'd listen to the song and the very first note on all of my bullets is the intro. How does it right. start? So right. let's get right out of the gate and start with golden eye by Tina Turner. Okay. I forgot. I, I never remembered this theme. I forgot that she did it. We just watched GoldenEye a few months ago because I'd never seen it. And uh, I totally forgot that she did uh, that. She did the intro. I, I believe it was this one. I'm trying to remember. I, I believe so. That it took a while to get going. Like, it was a whole lot of instrumental before she started singing. Was it this one? Yes, yes, because that's my first note. Strong yep. opener and a nice use of horn. Right, because there is a lot of music leading up to it, but I was like, it's almost a little too much in the same way on the back end. Like, uh-huh. intro is too long, the outro is too long, but the middle, like, I know my number one takeaway was that Tina Turner brought the sauce. Like, she was saucy yes, in that Yes, I will song. give you like, that, yeah. Like, that old school Tina Turner, like... You know, it had Maxiness. The, it this also like had ten years after Mad Max, you know, and she's in that first that first the first verse had some really good. It reminds you a lot of uh, old school Bond with that nice yep. little intrigue and those gotcha moments in the yep. that the musical stings would hit. But there's a problem that happened during it. Goldeneye, I found your weakness. Yeah. The actual lyrics in the fucking chorus are really shit after. Yep. The first verse is okay. The chorus is ass. Because <laughs> it sounds good and the belting fits. I have it down here. I felt it, the belting fits for a Bond theme. It should be. Hell, the Snake Eater theme from uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 right. feels like it was off of, it was off of yep. this specific riff. Yep. But it, it's all flash with no substance. That's my yeah. that's my opinion on it. But, it's ball flash. She, she, I mean, the music, like to to kind of give it away, like the retro feel. I only gave it a five because there was like moments to it. You know what? I actually gave it a seven. Wow, really? But I think I, I was trying not to get too wrapped up in it being Tina Turner and giving extra points because it was her. Um, but she did like the 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 panache that she brings to that song is incredible 
And All right, Bob. So at this point in 1997, what did you feel she Tina was, Turner's popularity was? I don't think it raised or lowered because of this. Because I, well, some people would, transcend. Uh, I, I, what I put for popularity of the artist and the fact that it, she never waned or wa- it never waxed or waned due to this popularity. Tina Turner was always sitting at a six to me. See, mine's not far off. I actually gave her a seven because she is Tina Turner. But again, I I probably would have scored it higher if it wasn't for, you know, it goes from Mad Max to GoldenEye and there's no real Tina Turner in there other than the, you know, what's love got to do with it movie and and stuff like that. But, you know, I I think at her peak, she was probably like an eight or a nine maybe. A Absolutely. nine might be super generous. But she was one of those uh, solid pop acts that never really needed a hit because they were always there. But she could get it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, no. So, I gave her a seven just for the, the her popularity in general. And here's... Because I think, oh, go I think everybody going to that movie, I think back to 97, if somebody was sitting there and didn't know she did the theme song and heard it and would be like... Oh, what's up? That's Tina Turner. And then enjoy it, because that's how I felt listening to it yesterday. And what was your opinion of Tina Turner in this one, Jake? So in this one in general, I actually still gave her an 8. Because I thought that she is she actually kind of just made the song. Huh. I gave her a 5. five. <laughs> yeah. Just because, again, she's I one of those... I might have given pop- her a lower one yesterday but again i was trying to remember what all my scores were so there's nothing absolutely at all wrong with her it's just she's i don't know she's just there especially because of this song she is very just there (coughs) and that should sort of inform my opinion of the last one what'd you think of the song i actually gave it a seven really wow you scored this one a lot higher i gave it a four Wow. Yeah. That's actually kind of surprising. I figured you would have been all up on that Tina Turner leg train. And I thought I would, too. That's kind of surprising. Okay. Yeah, no, that one, uh, of course, you know, we know what we, we – just because we've talked about it so much, this one was probably, in my opinion, of the eight uh, – this was either number three or number four. So, In like, terms of movies? Yeah, in terms of the eight that we scored, it was either number three or number four of uh, that, in my opinion, of what I like the best. Let me see. Yeah, she would actually technically be tied for third if I look at my opinion of the song scores. So next, dude, the, uh, dude. This, oh, I, dude. I, I hope we're of the same mind on this one. We have dude, no, "Tomorrow Never Dies" my... by Cheryl Crow. Let, oh wait, is this? Oh yeah, that's right. Twine is the third one. Sorry. Oh yes, sir. And that should so, that should explain a lot about Tomorrow Never Dies. One, I forgot any. There was I forgot the movie existed. Two, I forgot who did it. And three, I haven't thought of Cheryl Crow since I stopped watching TV and no longer had to hear in the arms of the angels. I. Uh, no, I got them mixed up for whatever reason. I think Twine was second, but. Tomorrow Never Dies, I forgot that Cheryl Crow did that, just as, like, I forgot uh, who did Die Another Day whenever we get there. 
But as soon as that song started, I didn't even get a minute and a half to two minutes through it. I had to stop it. It was so atrocious. There's one of these. And I'm still gotta... not the worst one on this list. No, it's and, not. <laughs> and it's not. And I was like, so my note was, this is so bad. I couldn't listen to it all the way through. And then I'll follow it up with the absolute worst one. But all right. Let me let this, me go through my oh, notes on it. So bad. Uh, so the opening. It has this stupid Doctor Who spinoff vibe, but right? then it has a really nice guitar riff on it. But I also uh, here's why I scored it a little better than I would have. It it seems like it's from the perspective of a scorned Bond girl, of someone right. who is lamenting the loss of that Bond date. That's, that's not a bad point. But well, it sounds too much like a normal Cheryl Crow song. Well, and here's the thing. So I gave it a little bit higher marks for for a very specific reason. So bear with me while I bring the room down mm. for just a moment. <clears throat> There's this dude that I went to high school with. He was like one of the art kids and, you know, dressed in black and everybody always gave him shit, right? Um, and and so there's, there's a bit of a backstory, so hang in here with me, okay? So we start our senior year in August and then around October-ish – there's this girl in our class, dude, she was always a bitch to like everybody. Right. And, uh, they got into it one day in class and, uh, she said something along the lines of that. If he ever died, nobody would miss him. Right. So in November he was in a car wreck, which he survived like, but he got like seriously messed up. Right. So on my 18th birthday is when he died from those injuries from his car accident, okay? And Josh was a huge Cheryl Crow fan, which you would have never guessed because here's this, you know, kind of yeah. heavy set kid with glasses and wearing black and was an art kid. And he was like, dude, I'm going to marry Cheryl Crow. She is like the love of my life. He loved Cheryl Crow. So ever since then, I've tried not to be super mean for whatever reason. I, I still remember that and hold on to it. So that's kind of why I gave it a little bit of a better score. You than gave Shell Crow a pity score? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay. So, yeah. And it's just the same way. Like, I received a Cheryl Crow CD from Columbia House, and I kept it for that reason. Damn. You know? As, as weird and stupid as that sounds, but... I know, <clears throat> I know. Well, Jake, you can just say... You don't have to say as weird, weird and stupid as it sounds. You were part of the Columbia Record Club. <laughs> That's that true, is. Right? <laughs> right? And my last note on this one: the chorus has no belt. I actually listened to this yeah. one full the way through because her choruses would like if it makes you happy. Like I genuinely love that song. Like you know, it kind of has a good like easy groove at the beginning, and then whenever it gets to the chorus, she just like. Boom, belted out, dude. She just like bust balls in in the chorus. So, yeah. But also, I one of my criteria was also the title, how well it fits, how well right. they wrap a song around the title. And this one did even worse than the last song. Tomorrow no. never die. Like no, no. So no. let's <laughs> let's yeah. let's uh put this tiger to bed. Uh, please do. What was your retro vibe for Tomorrow Never Dies? A one. I gave it a three. Actually, you know what? I'm making that a two. That was a bad one. That was, was a bad was one. bad, dude. So I don't know why I made that a three. Um, and what about your popularity of the artist? I might have went a little low, but I also think it's good. I went with a five. You know what? Yes, she's just middle. 
She's just right. mid-road Cheryl fucking right. Crow. Right, because, you know, she steps on the scene in, like, 96, but then all of a sudden you've got Britney Spears and Jewel and all these other female artists, and she gets lost in the shuffle. Absolutely. Uh, all right. And your opinion of the artist. So the, my opinion of the artist, I gave her a five. Because I do. She's, she's middle ground. I don't hate Sheryl Crow, but I don't love Sheryl Crow. And just like in the song? Oh, I gave her a two. <laughs> I don't like fucking Sheryl Crow. See, and I should preface this with, before the song was so over... Oh, it was so overplayed on the radio. I actually genuinely love the song with her and Kid Rock, the, the song Picture. There's but a song with her and Kid like, Rock. Yeah, but then it became like this redneck, oh, you blah, 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 bullshit. Like I had to deal with at Walmart. Totally ruined the song for me. But before that point, I was like all in on that song because, of course, I bought the, the CD. Um I was. I was all in on that song. I thought that was, like, a fantastic song, and people just ruined it, dude. Yeah, those people were Sheryl Crow and Kid Rock. Right? <laughs> all right, Bob, so what did you give it for a like? I gave her the big un. Yep, same. 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 This one was so bad. Oh. And it's still not the worst. Oh, this okay. So uh, this one has oddly enough. I think the reason this <laughs> no, one no, is no, going to no. end up Jake. bottom of the barrel is because she wasn't as popular as some of the. No, Jake. Others. I want to tell you something. This total, all right, has the exact same score as my last one. Both of ours together is twenty-two. The last one, my alone was twenty-two. <laughs> Oh, for Tina Turner? <laughs> yes. That's funny. That's funny. And you can do math to figure out what its pro what its rank it is. But anyway, its final right. score is. Wait, no. God damn it. No. I keep screwing up. I did it by two, not four. God damn it. Oh. <laughs> so that means it's probably going to get knocked down to like sixteen all right. or seventeen. That all depends. Yeah. Uh, because we'll we have two shit sandwiching a golden sandwich, man. Dude. Let's talk about. Dude. But, oh, the world is not Dude. enough by Dude. fucking garbage, man. <laughs> you want to know my only note for this song? What's that? Is that I'm disappointed that I forgot how fucking good it was. Like, I remembered how much I loved that song. And the video like, I was knew awesome. It was good, but then I sat down to listen to it, and as soon as it started up, I started to get chills. I'm like, oh, yes. I forgot how great this is. I knew it was great, but I kind of forgot at the same time. Then you know what? I'll go through my notes of it then, since you only have the one. Yeah, that was my As note. always, my first note's the uh, the opener. Yep. Oh, dear sweet God, thank it you. Grabs you right by the boo-boo, dude. Love like... this as a song, let alone the best thing, uh, theme in my opinion. Uh, to be, uh, oh yeah, best theme for the uh, modern, postmodern Bond film. So, right. in the slide guitar at the beginning, yep. and that fucking orchestral string backing, sploosh. Dude, I was I I loved garbage even before that. Absolutely, because I'm a fan of chick rockers. I know we've talked about that before, but female vocalists and rock bands are just female rockers in general. And if they're Scottish, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. So or picks. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, Yeah. What's my next one? The melody. 
Just the simple melody is fucking grand. You can get the, this is an earworm of a song, dude. Yep. And, and the dude, framing and it fits. Yes, like, the framing it, of the song works with the plot because oh, think maybe about that it. was my other maybe I forget which one it was. I think it was this one that it kind of felt operatic almost. Yes. Or was that Tina Turner? No, it was uh, this no, one. No, it's this one. Yeah. But if yeah. you think about it, the plot of the song goes along with the plot of the movie because it's about that secret hidden femme fatale that, or the femme fatale that's at the secret heart of the film. Mm-hmm. All right. Like, uh, Penelope, what the fuck was that lady's name? Damn. But how, like, you come to find out, like, the twist is she's manipulating everyone. Yeah. So that, that whole thing of, oh, it's so good. But, and, and it always feels like it's building, but she never, like, cranks it out. Like, whenever she sings, the world is not enough. Like, you kind of feel as though it's building. But the dam never bursts. No. Because she's like, the world is not... And it, oh, it's God. Just, dude, yeah, I, but, can, I don't do it justice. I will but. say this. my la- uh, Well, there's a couple things... There's one thing I had an issue with. I never noticed before. They they used way too much production on uh, Shirley Manson's voice. Yeah. It is so... Oh, it's just, just enough to where you notice it and it's a bit much. Right. But it also... My last note has one of my favorite words that I just created. The chorus has a right amount of bombasticosity, <laughs> ramping up, uh, adding more instrumentals into a. It gives it like this nice, beautiful, ethereal feeling. It yeah, yeah. is ethereal. That's good. Good. good I word. originally wrote etherical, but apparently that's not a word. <laughs> but bombasticosity. Bombasticosity like isn't either. But fuck you. I can portmanteau whatever oh, I want. I like that one. All right. I like it, Bob. Let's go with the rankings. I'm going to start with this one because we already established this is my favorite. All right. We actually knew this was going to be a race between The World Is Not Enough and Skyfall. My favorite song and Jake's favorite song. Well, I don't know. To me, like, I can't. I literally, if if you had a gun to my head, I couldn't choose between Twine and Skyfall. I could, but we'll get to that. Uh, So, for Retrofeel, I gave it a butt. As much as my favorite, I didn't give it, as I wrote Jake in a text, I didn't Karkarov it, all right? <laughs> I didn't Russian judge it, all right? I I thought about it as uh, technically as I could. And it's retro vibe, I gave an eight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think you gave it an even higher score than I did. I actually... Oh, really? I think because it's a little... Maybe... Maybe I got hung up on the operatic part, like for somehow that just didn't. But the guitar, like the, like just the strum of the guitar itself, sounds like a Bond theme, like a guitar sound that you would hear in a Bond theme. So mine was like a five, is what I gave it for retro. Really? Yeah, I the, trying the to hobble the competition. Even eh? with Skyfall, I didn't give Skyfall as high of a score as what you would think for retro, and I think it's the most retro sounding. So. Yeah, uh, so, that's, wow. So I probably Uh, undershot it, but... My popularity of the artist, because, like, I gave it a 7, because this was, like, right at peak garbage, like, right before they they disappeared and they got screwed over by their people. Right. So, yeah, I went with that because it was peak garbage, like, right before they went out the got, well, Well, with the garbage. I gave it a 6, 
uh-huh. which really, I mean, even if you compare to Sheryl Crow, I think Sheryl Crow was probably more popular than Garbage. Yeah, but Sheryl, well, Sheryl Crow was more around. Being right. around and being popular are two different things. Yeah, Garbage had like one main CD. Like their first CD was their main big one. Then they did this theme and it was like Into the Ether. And it's tragic. Well, because they got fucked by their label. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> opinion of the artist. I so gave this a opinion, nine. I gave. What's that? I gave it a nine. I fucking love garbage. Yeah, mine. I I did an eight. Um, cause I do. I I'm the same way. I love garbage. Again, I love rock and roll chicks. So, yeah. I just kind of wish they would have. You know, all things considered, I wish we could have got more from garbage. <clears throat> Absolutely. And I'm gonna ask you yours first. Uh, what's your opinion of it, just as a song? All right, without you, you know, other than your, you know, a, a hugely, vastly large number that's kind of sort of not going to count. Oh, it's totally a ten. Oh yeah, I forgot I sent that to you. Mine, yeah, you did. Where it was like ten quadrillion. Mine, mine or whatever is mine was a uh, one bajillion. Was mine? Was mine? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. it's an honest to god ten. It is fucking glory. Uh, it is. It dude. It was like as. Uh, I couldn't believe that, you know, I we we talked about how much we love that movie and that song, and as soon as it started up, I was like, I can't believe I don't listen to this song more. Okay, so, I'm sorry I had to cut a bit of our dumbass math that we kept fucking up. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we fudged it a lot. <clears throat> At least you're in a continued education. <laughs> so, <laughs> alright, so... Speaking of, uh, you know, a crime against nature, science, and God, Ugh. let's talk about the next one. Uh, Die Another Day. Do you want to go, do you want me to go through, oh, by Madonna. Do you want to hear my notes, Jake? Oh, you want to hear mine? Hold on. Okay. No, no, no. Go ahead. Tell me yours. Okay. Uh, no, I'm, I'm readjusting my seating. Okay. And if yours are the same as mine, I'm going to love you to end of the earth, man. Uh, I doubt it. So here's what mine said. So for the the tomorrow never dies, I put quite pot. This is the worst possible Bond song, and then for this one, I correction. Put, yep, never mind. We found the worst one, and on top of that, my second note was: How in the hell is a Madonna song worse than a Sheryl Crow song? <laughs> Shots fired. The All fuck? right, here's my three notes. Nope. Nope. Brackets. The remainder of this review is just those aliens from Sesame Street who react to the phone. Nope, 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 nope. This song is ass. This song is pure ass. It is fucking. It's like if someone took a David Guetta, all right, put him into a meat grinder, ate him, shat him out, and then fed that to their dog. Oh, it's All right. so bad. The noises dude. that dog's stomach would make is what this song is. It yep. is so shit. It is so shit. So, okay. so fucking bad. So I've got a question for you, though, Bob. Okay. Now, this was late 90s, early 2000s Madonna. Do you think that if this would have been like a Timothy Dalton Madonna from like no. the mid-80s? No. no, 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 no. I'm just saying where Madonna was at in her career and the type of music she was making – Oh. Do you think '80s Madonna would have produced a better, uh, a better uh, Jake, Bond theme? 
at least 80% of the song is just saying the word die another day. Exactly. No. 80s Madonna. And here's the thing. No, 90s Madonna is atrocious. Jake, Jake, there's no way she could do it. And 80s Madonna sold Pepsi on an ad where the song was all about wanting to give a guy a blowjob. Like a little prayer. No, no, no. No, that's the thing. She was able to do that. She could not sell a song that is 80% one phrase. She can't. She could not. Because the lyrics are where Madonna was fun and and flirty and, well, very, very erotic. Yep. No. If she released this song, even at the core, it's still the song. We're talking about the production of it being different. And if if it's still... Die, 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 another die, another day, die, die, fuck you. That's a shit fucking song. And I really think I scored this too high. I'm going to fix my things because I scored this way too high. The only score that she got high for me is actually just uh, her her popularity. Because even in the 90s, she was still Madonna. But this was was, uh, late 90s. This actually early 2000s where she went straight to fuck. But dude, she was still this was winning Kabbalah Grammys. Madonna. She was still hella popular. Uh, to retain her relevance, she made out with Britney Spears. Hey, that's what no. Madonna does. Just She's no. also married to Guy she... Ritchie. So this was Who her was just best? trying okay. to make relevance of herself. Bob, Both these two Bob, people, yes. Bob, comic what? book crossover style. Which one's the better artist, Madonna or Guy Ritchie? In their given hmm. avenue. I, this is going to be the oddest. Words, uh, Jake, all the various definitions of artists. Here's the oddest re- way to respond to this. Guy Ritchie, for one reason, when people. All right. What, you can't think of the best Guy Ritchie imitator because they all suck. Right. Lady Gaga released a lot of fucking good songs where she was emulating <laughs> Madonna. Right. So, in terms of uniqueness and artisticality, artisticosity. I'd have to say guy now I like no, Madonna a lot guy more Ritchie than Guy also. Ritchie. But if the if the point is artist in chosen field, he's a little harder to imitate well. Yeah. So therefore I'm a, I'm I would have guy to say Ritchie Guy Ritchie. Horror, but now mine mine but, is not based on my taste, but opinion but, on whether no, or not as an artist, yeah. Again, taking my taste out of it, no, I would one hundred percent agree it's it's Guy Ritchie. One hundred percent. All right. <laughs> So anyway. let's score this pig. What was your <laughs> retro vibe for it? A big fat one. Really? You did better than I did. I gave oh. her a zero. Wow. There was no... Here's the thing. It was well, an Electronica think, song, I Jake. zeros were off the table, so... No. Zeros are not off the table. If you want to change that, you can change yeah, it. Yeah, change it to a zero. That's a zero. Because there is no... It's a egg. This is no... This has no, no retro. It's impossible no. to be retro, this song. No, it was that early 2000s digitized production shit. All right. And popularity. I gave her an eight because it's still Madonna. I gave her a three because this is when she was heading out the fucking door and kind of clinging to relevance. She was more famous for having those weird fucking arms at this point. But still, dude, it was still Madonna. Opinion Just of the... like, look, oh. Prince put out some weird shit and done some weird shit, but he was still Prince. 
I, you know what? I'll give you that. Uh, and I will say this next one. It, it, the song soured it for me. Opinion right. of the artist on the track. So in general, my opinion of Madonna is a six because I'm like, eh, I can take her or leave her just in general. My opinion is the same, but this song is so shit, I had to give her a two. Yeah, that song is shit. So yours was a six? Yeah. Just liking the song? Uh, that's a one. Uh, That's really a zero. Do you know, okay, so you want it to be a zero? Yeah. You want to know what mine was? What? Divide by zero. I want to destroy the world with this fucking <laughs> score. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, holy shit. Yeah, it's so bad, dude. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, my God. This is going to be tragic. <laughs> so bad. Holy shit. This is going to be a fun thing to talk about, because holy shit, that, that's weird. Okay. <clears throat> now... We leave, we leave what people consider to be one of the worst. I don't know why people consider it the worst. I fucking love Pierce Brosnan as Bond. I do too. I actually even love Die Another Day, the movie itself. I did I, know. I can, uh, you're going somewhere I cannot follow, Jake. <laughs> it's absolutely not. But The World Is Not Enough and Goldeneye. I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? The World Is Not Enough. The World Is Not yeah. Enough is enough. <laughs> yeah. To, he could have just made... He could have made the visual representation of the Die Another Day song for the rest of his movies, and I still would have considered him a good Bond just for Twine. Yeah, Twine was phenomenal. Really fucking good movie. It is it is, it is probably yeah. my favorite Bond film. Yeah. And everybody's like, uh, oh, what about the old Sean Con-? Like, it was the same movie over and over, and I kind of yeah. don't like the movies where he rapes people. I'm sorry. Call yeah. me old-fashioned. I don't not like an it- old-fashioned. And just like the songs, it would come down between Twine and Skyfall, but because Skyfall I love as a movie, not a not even a Bond movie, but just as a movie is fantastic. But, yeah, and this is the problem when it comes to the movies. I've only seen one of the next. Uh, I know we started to watch Skyfall one day whenever you and Mom were here, but, but you two yeah. fell asleep, so we left. Did we? Yes, oh. you were falling asleep, so we fucking left. Oh, oh well, it happens. <laughs> All right, so Casino Royale. And for what it's worth, I actually like love this movie. Like for a first one for Daniel Craig. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I had uh, let's cut it back. I had a couple more notes. Oh, okay. apparently I had because I, I increased the page size so it could be easier to see. So it right. cut off what originally was. I had them separated by page to begin with. So of course there's another couple lines of nope, 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 nope. <laughs> And right when I was about ready to just stop it, I heard, this motherfucker said Sigmund Freud for no reason. And he started talking about, I want to destroy your ego. I cut this shit off at 1 minute and 22, uh, 23 seconds, Jacob. For which one? Die another day. I oh, okay. tried to force myself through it. But no, I, I didn't said, even make it, make it to a minute fuck. and a half. Now, as soon I as did. it started up and I was like... Oh, I forgot this was a piece of shit. As soon as it started up and I heard the die another day, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. I'm noping out of here. But even with the Show of Crow one, I I scrubbed past to see if there was an uh, an option where she belted. (laughs) There wasn't. This one? No. I I burned that fucking bridge, dude. Uh, Anyway... Casino Royale, written by Chris Cornell, who I forgot who Chris Cornell was. Oh, really? Yeah. 
And because here's my notes on this one, Jake. This song, yeah. I'll take you through the process because it's one of those ones where I was writing as I was listening. So here is the real time opinions of me. Oh no! No warm up. Just jumping into it out of nowhere is oh. nice. It's just a little nice. It gets the audience on its game because you know out of nowhere it's just ba-dow, ba-dow, which Bond Bond movies tend to do and the songs tend to do well as that as well. I it yeah I I like where is it I oh yeah and pairs well with how the main drive of the movie is. Yep. Uh, the main driver of the movie is just this brutish thug trying to swim through actual intrigue and clandestine dealings. Yeah. Because it's it's pre bond. All right. It's gold bond. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gold standard bond. Uh, <laughs> and the next one is guy. I actually just wrote guy sounds too much like he's trying to be Bono. The restricted oh. port chord progression doesn't help much either. <laughs> oh, Bob. That's so The chorus sounds a bit too much new metal. Forgot who Chris Cornell was, so I had to Google it. Yeah, this guy never had uh, had the crooning cool that you really need for a good Bond theme. True. But no, all I could think of was like, why does this guy sound like Bono? Holy shit, there's only like three chords. Oh wait, then it can't be the edge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! Got him! <laughs> Love it. What was your what was your opinion on the song? The song just like the uh um just like the movie is is actually kind of one of it's sneaky good. Like um you know, I can take it for what it is. And like you said, no, Chris Cornell doesn't have the voice, you know, uh that you would expect, you know, that's kind of, Sam Smith is kind of closer to it whenever we get to this, the Spectre part, but, um, but like, you know, like you mentioned, the voice is still kind of gritty though. Like Chris Cornell has a gritty voice and it's kind of a grittier bond because he, you know, his, uh, GAF button is totally broken. So I'm sorry, his what is GAF give a fuck button. Oh my God. You're a tween. Yep. Yeah. Uh, well, no, Jake. It, his button wasn't broken. It was mucked up with heroin, with tar, <laughs> Jake. Black tar. <laughs> oh man. But yeah. So I don't know. I like. There is like the problem. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to hell. Right. All right, Bob. So what'd you give it for retrofill? All right, for retrofill, I gave it a four. It was ish. It had. It started out nicely, but. I was too hung up on the Bono shit to get into Bond feel. You were a little nicer than me because I gave it a three. Alrighty. Uh, popularity <laughs> of the artist. So I gave it a six. Jake, it was Chris Cornell, not. Uh, yeah, but here's what, the thing. What are With they called? Chris Cornell as a soloist. It was between Soundgarden and Audio Slave, which Audio Slave is just fucking atrocious. But. Still, you if said you, six, right? Huh? Six. Yeah. Okay. Unless, right. obviously, unless you're Bob, you knew that Chris Cornell was the front man for Soundgarden. I'm so, sorry. You know, and he really did not belong with 
Rage Against the Machine because that's all Audio Slave was was Rage oh, Against shit. the Machine with a different vocalist. I'm sorry, I'm gonna have to increase that. I blame I blame me being an idiot. I uh, for some reason I got to mix up with the dude from Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, Scott Weiland. No. And the irony is the heroin joke still tracks. Tracks. That's true. <laughs> Oh god! Oh god! Oh god! I, I, I altered my score to a four, oh. just because I was a little bit wrong on my assumptions. I gave him a little bit more up, right? <laughs> a little bit more up. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to hell. All uh, right, the opinion of the artist. So again, uh, for me, it would still be a six. I'm 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 not changing that one to a four. I'm keeping that as a three, just because this motherfucker sounded too much like Bono. Yeah. And just plain liking the song, Jake. I have a seven. I have a two. I did wow. not like it. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, Bob. Okay. You know what? I I think I may. We're gonna. No, have it's to all fix. right. No, it, no, 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 no. It sounds no. like you just didn't like it. No, because Jake, of the whole Jake, Bono not part. that, not that. Oh. The scoring metric. We'll figure it out at the end. Alrighty? So at the okay. moment I'll just I'll just make sure uh what was mine? You gave it a three Yeah, or... thirteen. Okay. Uh three no, I three. just wanted to make sure because oh. I wrote that three weird. It looked a bit like a five. Um <clears throat> anyway. I have them all written down anyway, so it's okay. Okay. Now Quantum of Solace, which was a song called Another Way to Die by Jack White and Alicia Keys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you go first on this one, Jake. Then we'll go through my real-time notes. All right. So, number one, with the artist, especially with Alicia Keys, because she has a beautiful voice. Really this beautiful. should have been better. Now, the yep. coolest part... The coolest, the best part of this song is whenever it starts out with Jack White's voice and it fades into Alicia Keys. Like, as the the verse goes on, like, it moves from Jack White to Alicia Keys. And so the transition period between the two is really, really cool, but that's the best part of the song. Okay. And, and that's that's maybe, you know, the verses combined, that's maybe 15, 20 seconds worth of song. Did you go through the entirety of the song? Oh, yeah, because we just okay. watched Quantum of Solace. Okay, good. So. All right, so here are mine. <clears throat> First off, I get the name change, because that was originally going to be a big point of contention, was the fact that they changed the name, because the name of the song is supposed to be the name of the movie. Right. But you try making a song around a hook being Quantum of fucking Solace <laughs> and not being a douchebag. That's funny. I don't think I've ever heard the song before now. <clears throat> I... I like the horn. I like the horn start, but the affected guitar kind of knocked me out of the uh, kind of knocked me out of the mindset. Yeah, that's probably Jack White just trying to be guitar douche. So it does mellow out into the instrumentation of what a Bond theme should be. It felt like a journey. It's nice. And then he spoke. Seriously, Jack White. The moment he's talked, yep. bam. The 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 uh, whatever glamour that was being put on me, gone. Gone. I don't think these two mic well. They don't mic well together. A duet should be competing ranges. You know, mama, uh, daddy sang bass. Mama sang tenor. You know, right? You need that. Yeah. These two have strikingly similar tones and ranges. Yep. So when they're doing the duet, if you're not looking at the video, 
You can forget who's singing. Yeah, no, I want to. And that is actually a detriment to Alicia Keys. That is a slap in her face. Yep. Uh, So, not a big fan of that. Uh, And the bridge happened, and they uh, at each other, and dropped my opinion even fucking worse. It's like, uh, 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 uh. Ah, no, you're not Lefty dying in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Fuck off. Right. right. So, nah. Wasn't a big fan. But yeah. it still scored higher than about three other movies. Yep. At least two others. All right. So, uh, let's see. Do-do-do-do. All right. So, what was your opinion of the retro vibe? Oh, I gave it a two. Me too, because it it did it does not get a one because the start hit the start yeah. hit it, the, it tried the, doing that the at du- least but the duet I think I I bumped it up from a one to a two the fact that it was at least two different artists <laughs> from two different genres but two different artists that you couldn't tell were different artists yeah all right your popularity of the artist. All right. Parenthetical S. So, Bob, how douchey would it be if I gave each of them a score? Uh, do it, and then we'll take the average. Okay. Right. What was what was Jack Jack Black's? Jack White is a six. Okay. And Alicia Keys an eight. Oh. All right. So because we'll give it this a seven. Was like this was like I mean Alicia Keys started out at a high peak, and she was at that peak whenever this came out. Yeah, uh, and this could also be just because, you know, me personally not having my finger on the pulse. Right. I did sort of the same thing, but he drug her down, and I gave it a four. Because the the whiteheads, or whatever the fuck. White stripes? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The whiteheads. Here's the thing, though. If you put white stripes on something... Are the stripes white, or are the colors the stripes on the white background? Because it's much easier to color white than to white color. I'm just True. saying. I'm, I'm just True. saying. I'm just saying. So, yeah, he drug her down to a four. But Damn. she was a seven or a six, in my opinion, because yeah. Alicia Keys did well, but she never hit huge mainstream appeal because, she, you know, even though she could go jewel... You know how Jewel fucking turned into a... <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm gonna sing my pretty songs. If your heart, your inspiration. Like, oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. But, nah, he drug her down to a four. Damn. Uh, what's your opinion on the artist? Once again, I split it between the two. Six for Jack White, eight for Alicia Keys. Because I love Alicia Keys' voice. I, I absolutely love it. Here's the thing. I do have a decent enough opinion on of Jack White, a high enough opinion of him. I don't like what he does, but I appreciate him as uh, somebody who who wants to experiment and play in his own wheelhouse. So I gave it a five instead of a four. He brought uh, My opinion and popularity of Alicia Keys were the same. My opinion of Jack White was higher than what I thought his popularity was. Right. I think higher than what I, you know, I like him more than his music. I appreciate right. him. Don't like his music. Right. And there's so, nothing wrong with that. Nah. You can appreciate what somebody's trying to put out there and just not like it. Exactly. 
Because at least they're trying it, you know? Exactly. He's doing his thing, and hey, he's being successful at it. I'm not going to yeah. fucking dog him just because, like, oh, I don't like it. I think you fuck. No, fuck you. Like, nah, you do yeah. you, son. You fucking yep. do you. I'm going to be over here not <laughs> digging it. But fuck it. Why do you right. care if I like your shit? I'm just some fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. All right. And just plain liking the song, Jake. Let's see. I gave it a five. Because I'm not like, I'm not totally out on it. I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is. You know what? Honestly, I, I, I'm sorry. I couldn't because of how, yeah, I gave it a two because it kept getting, the good bits kept getting ruined. You could yeah. not hear Alicia Keys's piano for dick. And Which, uh, yeah, that's a, uh, the, the, it kept getting good and going down. We're, we'll get to that whenever it comes to Spectre. Cause that kind of, that kind of, uh, oh, God, my feeling, I... but we'll get there anyway. Yeah. All right, so now it's the, the other piece baby. De resistance. It's 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 the I don't know. Uh, it's the other seated player. Yeah. Hey, I really know sporty is. things. <laughs> it really is. So, did you listen to the whole song? Fuck yes. Okay. Twice. Okay, just making sure. Because and this this song is also another reason why I wanted to have. A category is how well the song fits the narrative of the story. Once again, The World Is Not Enough kind of fits the narrative of that. Skyfall fits Skyfall. And since I know you're going to probably be uh, ranting on it more than me, we'll start with mine, okay? Yeah, go ahead. Again, for those just joining us, (laughs) who for some reason scrubbed ahead at the start of this, uh, hey, you do you. I'm not going to yuck your yum. (laughs) <laughs> Again with that horde intro, classic Bond goodness. Yeah, it does. It, it kind of belts it out, and then it just gets really quiet. Yeah, ominous like, piano. You just have that single like piano key strike. Yeah, ominous uh, piano with yep. haunting combos of vocal and writing sets yep. the mood really fucking well. It does. For it being does. like three notes, the piano was really working for me. Why? And it, because it was better like, than fucking Edge. <laughs> Yep. It was 1.5, it was at least, yeah, it was 1.5 times Edge. Yep, because I think tonight's <laughs> going to be a Skyfall night. I think that'll be what we watch, but the, anyway. Uh, the chorus fits the theme, all right? Yep. Uh, which is something really rare with these. Yep. Standing in the middle of, of standing in the middle of a clusterfuck classic Bond activity, all yep. right? I haven't seen the movie, but I assumed it was in standing in the middle of a clusterfuck. Yeah. Uh, the second verse gets a little odd in its uh in its uh you know uh picture painting. The of yeah. The... And, yeah. But the last line at Skyfall sounds really weird. <laughs> I'll give yeah. it that. That sounds weird. It's like at Skyfall. That's because you haven't seen the movie. Because Skyfall is actually the name of Bond's I... parents' manor. But also, so big... uh, GoldenEye was the name of a satellite, okay? So, right. Jake, uh, how the, could... The big fight kind of takes place at Skyfall. And so that's why <clears throat> the song really does kind of tell... Once you see the movie and then you listen to the song, you're like, holy shit, it kind of really tells you a lot about the movie in the song. It, one point of contention <laughs> with the song, she doesn't belt that. She doesn't really belt... No, not like uh, Adele can. Adele like, can go for the goddamn fences, dude, but she dude, didn't. She, can. she did. Uh, she didn't. 
Let's read this way. Um, his like sister, no, no, no. His, uh, her sister did not die in a car wreck, thus leaving her brother-in-law a cryptic message of swing away. She couldn't just belt away, okay? She never had that notion to just belt away. I took that bitch for a walk. That's funny. That's funny. I'm rubbing off on you. I like it. Uh, but no, dude, to me, like, Adele, I could listen to her sing the dictionary, dude. Like, her voice is just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. But no, that's a good point. She really does – she does – but again, it's just like Twine. She doesn't go for that home run swing, and which, which just keeps it from it's... getting a hundred times awesome. That's all it does. It just keeps it from the perfectness, but that doesn't stop it from being badass. Right. All right then. What was your retro vibe feel for this song? Okay, so again, I actually scored it a little lower than what you would expect. I actually gave it an eight. Really. Explain. So, I don't know. I think it's because... Hold on, I'm readjusting. So... Because I think that there's... 65% of it is like... Or even 75, 80% is really, really retro... But then there's little pieces that are just missing from it. I assume and I it's can't the, believe I'm actually saying that because you know I what you know two years ago I probably would have said a ten. You know what? Yeah, because I I can understand that uh, because <clears throat> if you think about it, there's not that. The only way I can think of it is water, water bubbles. Yeah. Most good Bond themes have that that. Mainly because you think of it when you see the uh, the titles of all the naked ladies swimming, but they all have that weird little water bubble moment. Well, even as she sings the word Skyfall, it does that. If you think about it as a water bubble, builds up, pops. No, 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 no. I mean, it actually just feels like you're listening to waters, like uh, someone's on a, a, you know, just a little breather underwater, and they let go, and you say, that kind of, the water bubbles, the, yeah. There's, I know it's a weird way to classify it, but in my head, in my heart, of my soul, in my feet, it's it's the only way I can describe it. The water yeah. bubbles. That's the only and way it, I can actively me, describe it. And it's still the highest of the the highest rated of the retrofill of all um, of them. I think it's my highest too because it's a nine. It beat wow. out Twine. Wow. It had wow. things. <clears throat> Twine had a good feel to it. But it it stuck to its own story because garage uh, garbage is garbage. You know they have their own feel to everything they do. Yeah, Adele was always that fucking classic crooner. Good, exactly. So she already fits into the old classic Bond shit. So she ekes out ahead of Twine, just barely. I think my Twine was originally a nine, and I had to lower it by one because this ekt it out. I think for me, Skyfall eked out. I think I had Goldeneye a little bit higher than Twine, or at least on the same. Fucking sacrilege! Just... Okay, and that's not yeah. saying Goldeneye's horrible. That's just for the it's retro. It's not that just good. Retro feel. All right. So, popularity of the artist, dude. So I probably still downgraded it, but she's a total nine. She's probably a ten. Oh, she is a ten. Yeah, I put her as she's, ten because yeah. she is okay, a number a one so hit put machine. Me as ten also, 
because you know I kind of didn't so want to right now it because she's amazing, <clears throat> dude. Like no joke, the first time like I'd heard people talk about Adele, but the first time I heard Rolling in the Deep was actually at work. Whenever I worked at the Hamburger Navy, you know, uh-huh. I was in there, and whenever it came on, I was like. I thought Amy Winehouse was dead. (laughs) Dude, I was, no, I was more expecting, I was expecting like an Aretha Franklin type of lady singing this song. And then I found out that it's just a thick, It's just some some thick British lady. So you had a Rick Astley moment. Back how everybody used to think Rick Astley was some black dude. But no, he's the whitest of whites. Yeah, and that's exactly what I thought about Adele also. And, dude, seriously, she, Here's she's an odd incredible. thing, Jake. I first heard Rolling in the Deep from a from a YouTube uh, channel that did parody songs. Oh, really? Yes. And on that, and they're fucking, they're shitty, you know, I'm making, like, usually it's we're making fun of the video with, the, with their song. It was fucking glory, so... I had to hop on and fucking start listening to her shit because holy fuck, I love me some classic croon. Mm-hmm. That sounds Same. like it should be an epitaph. Yep. And dude, uh, like, like someone like you is, uh, her but voice in that one song, thing like with whenever Adele, it breaks. Uh, uh, the first album, I, I, I couldn't love it as much as I should have because if I'm going to hate, Breaking, breaking Benjamin for making eight goddamn albums about one girl who broke up with him. Yeah. I have to hold everybody to that standard. An entire yeah. album about one specific breakup, but after a couple of listens, you find out it's about the process of yeah. breaking up and getting over it. And you know, the latest one was about just getting over yourself after a breakup. Yeah. It it's it's it fits because it it's the it's the uh, overarching narrative flow of the album, not right. the purpose of every song. Sure, every song is about it, but it's about <coughs> recovery, for God's sake. Right. And not Eminem's recovery. <laughs> right. Mom Spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> opinion of the artist. And so, for me, it's it's still going to be a 10. I gave her a nine. I di- I didn't give her the coveted ten because I started to give her a nine, but yeah, dude, she's like a queen. So that's that's basically like no joke to me. Adele is a ten. A Beyonce is like an eight. Like Adele is just amazing. After well, Lemonade, I'd put her a nine. No, Lemonade would make her an eight because that fucking was vicious. Yeah. Oh, that was so... I hated her Fuck You Man songs. Yeah. Not for any, you know, masculine bullshit. It's... Well, for the... I hold everybody to the same standard I hold Breaking Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? But no, it's true. But to me, like, as far as female artists, I mean, legitimately, the, the closest that get to her would be, like, Taylor Swift. Uh, and believe it or not, there's act. I kind of am disappointed to admit that there's actually some Taylor Swift songs that I actually kind of like. But and find no, enjoyable. her writing is shit. Right, but I'm just saying the song itself. Like some no. of Taylor Swift songs are kind of enjoyable. No, but they're anyway, kind of enjoyable. So, Jake, you just said kind of enjoyable. The first yeah. time you heard fucking Adele, you were blown the fuck away. That's true, but and it's the same way. Well, and part of it's just my crotchety old man kind of stuff. 
because in seriously, like Lady Gaga would probably be up there as well. But again, she doesn't have. She's not a vocal powerhouse like Adele. She doesn't. Go she doesn't Mars. sell herself as a vocal powerhouse. She actually right. is, but that doesn't make her money. She she has a she has an incredible voice. Yes, but, but she pl- she's playing Adele. it smart. She's she's playing the pop game. All right, yeah. she's not being Jewel. We saw what happened to Jewel. Yeah, <laughs> you're in for it, huh? <laughs> so what would what would keep? So why a uh, why a nine, not it? a ten? Yeah. Why? Because <clears throat> I don't so run out and get every one of her as a female uh, vocal artist. I'm I'm not even going female on this. I'm going oh female. I it's gonna be. I feel like such a hipster. Nobody fucking knows her. I would go with Kimbra. Personally, in my opinion, it. do what. I've heard the name, but just not. Her uh, stuff. Well, you know that Gautier <laughs> song that got big. Somebody I used to know. Yeah. That female on that, that's her. <clears throat> All right. She has <clears throat> some some I'm going I'll send you a link to fucking settle down. Okay. Oh, she handles the uh the production of the song, the it doesn't and they never feel overproduced. They feel perfectly shaped. Right. I love the, her shit to death. It's great. It's amazing. Well, cool. I, yeah. But that's personal opinion, and I don't know why I wouldn't put Adele at a ten. I because the glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No, she's the closest to a ten that there is. But I think it might be because my Breaking Benjamin uh, flow chart. Yeah, okay, that's my, understandable. My my Breaking Benjamin test. Okay, I think that's the one thing that kept it from being a ten is. I still use that test to set to set up the uh, the the for everything. I it's odd, I know, but hey, it's not a it's not a slight on her. Make it an issue with me. That's the only right. reason she's a nine, not a ten. <clears throat> right. And I am so sad right now. <laughs> uh, I already know mine's gonna lose. Uh, and finally, <laughs> just plain liking the song. Again, it's a ten. And here's it the thing. and Twine are the only two that are ten worthy of those I, eight movies. I actually put it songs. as an eight, Jake. What? Well, no, I mean, with some of the stuff that you mentioned, I could see why you would feel that way. But it, yeah, there's just slight things that that I just kind of put it off. Yeah, it's well, not put it off. It's keep it from going higher. That's all right. it is. It's just there's some things that keep it from rising up as rise up as much as it should be. But I don't know. I, that's no slight against it. I love it to death, dude. But right? It's so. Good. I am so very sad. It's so. Even good. my score of that was higher than my twine. Yeah. <laughs> my, it and was again, two points thing, higher than twine on mine. If, <laughs> if the when the when the math shakes out, if Skyfall wins, it's mainly going to be because Adele is hu- more hugely popular Absolutely. than Garbage was, and and they. Uh, more present and the retro well. feel. More the presence. retro feel. Yeah, yeah. The retro feel kind of knocked it out of the way because it also popularity is where, man, they got fucked in popularity because yep. that's that's an objective opinion. That's an objective yep. stat. So yeah, yeah uh, I mean, even if you use something like record sales to to prove popularity, nope. it's still. Uh, she's had almost every every one of her singles have been number ones. Yep. You can't fucking nah. 
You can't. Yeah. She's a goddamn tank, dude. No, I meant if you were going to go objectively <clears throat> yeah. and Obje- try to use no, no. that as popularity. That, that, is, but... that is like the only objective. I yeah. like This is why I like that you put personality or uh, popularity on here. <clears throat> Everything else is subjective. Now, granted, yeah. popularity can be. It's what you think of their popularity, like how popular you think they are. But it's a metric you can look at. You can yeah. you can assume you can assume it's about this. You know a range that it has to be in. Because if I would have said garbage was ten for popularity, you knew I was fucking curbing votes. Right. That was just me trying to flesh my shit out. Because no, garbage was never fucking popular. Yeah, they had like Tragically. one or two hits. They're really goddamn good. Did I say garage? Or garbage. I don't know. I don't know. Well, their biggest it, but... hit was I'm Only Happy When It Rains. Thank so... you. I was blanking on the name of that song, even yeah. though that's. I still love the opener. that song, dude. Yeah. It's, they're a good band. Yeah. But <clears throat> now let's stop talking about good acts and let's discuss Spectre, whose song yeah. is Writing on the Wall by Sam Smith. Now, here's the thing like, Sam Smith, in general, his voice, he kind of has almost like a, a male crooner side. Like he he genuinely does. If you you listen to his pop stuff, he has not like a Michael Bublé type crooner, but that type. I don't of, know which uh, one of the Rat Pack was a Castrati. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is my first note. Good point. Opener is theatrical, orchestral, and very bold. But man, is Sam Smith a Castrati? But see, here's the thing: like whenever he hits his falsetto. Like, I actually really like how they tone down the background music and just let him go full, go all falsetto. But the, the, the changes, I don't know if it's the key changes or time changes. There's just something about the music itself that just doesn't jive. This, this may actually help you out, Jake. All right. These are my notes on it. <laughs> One, the Castrati. And yeah, James his Bond is high, dude. James Bond does not work as an R&B ooh girl song. All right, you can't fucks with James Bond as an ooh girl song. True. You shouldn't feel passively aggressively pressured into fucking James Bond. All yeah. right? You should not, oh baby, just a tip, please, just a tip, just a tip, just a tip. You should James Bond should make you want to just flat. Okay, we're moist, let's go. Which is true. All right. The shit sounds like... Okay. This one, I kind of went on a bit of a rant. I apologize. <laughs> the shit, uh, This shit should be on an adult contemporary channel on the radio that has a station name like The Stream or The Brook because it's just true. a slow trickle bit of saccharine boredom that couldn't moisten someone if, if both their and his life depended on it. Like, I don't know. Uh, the bad guy from Speed wired them up to explode and said, Sam Smith, if you don't get this girl wet, you'll all go kabloop. Wait, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the song sucks. <laughs> the song blows. <laughs> yeah, and it's still not worse than the Cheryl Crow and it's Die Another Day. it's still not worse than Die Another Day. <laughs> no, no. It seriously isn't. Because I but had see, a that's the thing is like, There's parts of the song that I genuinely like. Like There's I'm like, see if the I'm song okay could with. be more like this stretched out, it'd be great. But it's not. It yeah. it it tries to do too much, and maybe it's just where the whole overproducing the shit out of everything is just the the standard these days. But yeah, no. Okay, so oh, 
Yeah, sorry. Uh, retro vibe. What was your retro vibe on it? So I probably gave it a little too high of a retro vibe. I kind of gave it a bit of a four. I gave it a five, and I thought that was too high, too. Just because yeah. he tried crooning. He failed miserably because, you know, he was the Castrati Rat Pack. But, right. But he at least had... There was some... In the background uh, instrumentation, there was some work on it. But right. when you look... when I Every time I looked over, it looked like Sam Smith was going to pass a kidney stone... All right. It's true. He whenever, was just all just he... all scrunch-eyed and looked like he was about ready to cry. You shouldn't want to about ready to cry. Like, oh, poor baby, do a James Bond song. But see, I really love the piano in the background when he does his falsetto. That's why it's a five. The instrumentation. Yeah. It carried yeah. his shitty ass. Yeah. Popularity of the artist. So, I, you know, regardless, I still gave him an eight because he's a very... He's a multiple Grammy award-winning artist. And this is, it's not because of me trying to bring his uh, the score down. In terms of actual Sam Smith releases as an artist, not as a producer or as a writer, I gave him a four. Okay. Because there's other people who do the exact same things he do better. Because we have an Ed Sheeran. We don't need a shittier Ed Sheeran. All right? Yeah. Which no, I agree with. I was kind Ed of Sheeran trying to stand think out of it points, objectively. Big bushy red hair. Yeah. Sam Smith's yeah. point. He has his hair looks like a fucking Nazi, a neo Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> with a little bit of a pompadour. <laughs> right. All right, and that's one thing Nazis need less of: pomp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, opinion on the artist. So I gave it a six. Um. And that's mainly because, once again, just my opinion of Sam Smith in general. I think he does have a really good voice. Not exactly my cup of tea for his music, but he does have a, a phenomenal voice for a guy. And, I mean, I do. I give bonus points that he's very out and out about, you know, being gay. And oh, especially I didn't even as, know that. Yeah, as a male artist. And, you know, usually that stuff, usually it comes to head like a la Kevin Spacey instead of, you know, something being very being very out there about it. And so I kind of give him bonus points for that. You see, I had, uh, I, never, I went straight by his, my opinion of him on as an artist, and I gave him a two. two. Yeah. <laughs> I gave him a two. Again, we already have an Ed Sheeran. We don't need a worse version of Ed Sheeran. Yeah. See, what Ed Sheeran did, if he wrote a shitty song... He gave it to One Direction. <coughs> Sam Smith wrote a great, what he considered a great song, gave it to One Direction. You see you see the difference there? Someone yeah. will sell their, like, okay, this shit is horrible, but I still want to get paid for it. And then there's, oh, this is going to be an amazing song, isn't it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to release this and get a lot of money because it's an amazing song, getting it? No, it isn't. It isn't indeed. No. <laughs> so, yeah. And just plain liking the song. So I put it middle ground. It's a five. Well, I mean, I don't hate it. It's not the worst of the group, but it's not the best either. I feel about it the same way as I feel about uh, um, the Quantum of Solace theme. You know what? I'm going to actually have to change mine because you're right about one thing. Oh. oh, wait. I don't have to change it. Good. <clears throat> I liked it. Just as much as I liked uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. So it got a one as well. 
There you go. I thought I had two for uh, the Tomorrow Never Dies, so I was like, no, it's not worse than Tomorrow Never Dies. No, it's not. And even though it got a zero, all right, Die Another Days was actively worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, Jake, I'm going to let you choose. Do we do in uh, ascending or descending order? Should we start with the highest or the lowest? Let's start with the highest. Okay, good, because that's less sad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, naturally, Skyfall with a bullet, okay? <clears throat> Wait. Right. It's supposed to be out of a total of 40. Shit. God damn it. <sighs> You know what? Fuck it. All right. Fuck it. We're adding it all together. I'm not. We're no longer doing averages. Okay. I'm tired. I got a headache. Fuck it. Okay. We're going total. All right. No, we're not averaging it out. We're saying these are the. This is the score that they got, judging from those metrics. Okay. All right. Uh. Oh yeah, because it was out of a possible eighty. All right. We could. I could divide it and all that other bullshit. No. Oh, wait, uh, hold on, I gotta fix one simple thing. Point five. There. <clears throat> <laughs> Nearly all of ours... Oh, wait, that was for, uh, no, that was if I was dividing it. Fuck a duck! <clears throat> anyway. Alright, so... Please... Oh, I was hoping. Okay, so just one tiny little thing, alright? Because I... Nearly all of them, I had... What I did is, for the first one, for, uh, for Goldeneye... I divided them by two before I inputted them into my normal metric, right. so that fucked things up, all right? So I had to do a little bit of math, but it's very easy to alter because number one with the bullet is Skyfall. Out of a total of 80 points, they got 74. Wow. Yeah, and this wow. is the sad part. It beat the next by 11. This one by a bullet, it beat it by 11. Twine had 63. Wow. Yeah. So, number three is a lot less sad than it would have been, because now it's Goldeneye with a total of 49. Oh. Because when I originally did my metrics, that was like 26 or something like that. It's 27. Right. So, it, it really would have been dumb, because number three would have been a three-way tie, because the fourth is a three-way tie, between Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, and uh, Spectre, with a total of 35. <coughs> Spectre had a total of 35? Yeah, Spectre had 35. Wow. Which, I mean... 12 plus 23, yes, yeah, 35. In, in my own mental rankings, that's still kind of close, because those would have been my top three. The way it shook out, those would have been my top three. My own personal. So... Wait a minute. That's a two-way tie. Why is Quantum? Why did I give Quantum of Solace thirty-five? It's thirty-four. Fuck me. So it's a two-way tie between Casino Royale and uh, Spectre. And right okay. below that, by one point, is Quantum of Solace because I can't do math apparently. Well, I did the <laughs> math. It's just for some reason I took thirteen plus twenty-one and turned it into thirty-five. Of course. All right, Bob, bring us home to the the two worst. The 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 shit uh the the shit bread on this open face sandwich. Okay. The, the pieces of corn in the shit sandwich. So, 
we have Tomorrow Never Dies with a total of 22. <laughs> Bring it up the I'm rare. I'm it's that high. But out of then a, again, Madonna's popularity. Out of but. a grand total of 80 possible points, Die Another Day, which I guess it's fitting because what's the acronym for that, Jake? Dad. Dad. <laughs> is a grand total of 19. <laughs> <laughs> it, it would have been lower if I wouldn't have uh, scored Madonna herself so high yeah, in popularity. Yeah, because you scored Madonna higher than you had any right to. Yep. It's those. It's it, four zeros, Jake. She had four zeros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And deserved you, each of each of those four zeros are deserved. Absolutely sure. One hundred percent. And only reason that kept the opinion of the artist from going to zero is Madonna herself. I still like her from back in the day. Yeah. But if we're talking about modern Madonna, that could have been another zero, Jake. Yeah. This, I, I am agree. shocked this one beat double digits or got into double digits. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. Well, there you have it, dear viewers. The ranking of the modern and postmodern Bond movies on which has the better intro. We will not ever be doing the movies themselves for two reasons. One, you don't rank Bond movies. You have your favorite, then you have the rest. And yeah. two, I'll never watch them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just because I do love Timothy Dalton so much in Hot Fuzz, I kind of want to go back and look at some They're not that bad! His, I think it's the first one he's in, or the second one, has Christopher Walken as the, the yes. bad guy, and um, what's her name? Dr. Quinn as the the as the as female, as yeah. the Bond girl. I can't remember her name. Uh, Jane. Jane. Oh, not lost. Jane. Begin with an L. Oh, well. And I. Anyway, yeah, she was a, a Bond girl in a Timothy Dalton one. And Timothy Dalton was good, and I'm sorry, my favorite Bond will always be, uh, God, you had me starting to think of her name, now I forgot it, uh, Roger Moore. I'll always love Roger Moore. The Saint was an awesome show. Right. But, alright, we've been doing this long enough. Brosnan's up there, but. Brosnan, yeah, yeah. Like I said, Bond movies are also (laughs) Bonds. You have your favorite, and then the rest. You don't dig further, because that's just the whole can of worms. He had right. that smooth, debonair kind of thing. He was... Because he was fucking playing Remington. All right? He was doing <laughs> Remington true. Steel. That's true. That's true. So, we're going to leave you guys now. Let you guys have a break from this hour and a half recording. And tell us what you think. Oh, quite yes. Uh, Please. Definitely. Let us know. We have a Facebook. Uh, just search for Brother Squirrel. It's there on Facebook. Let us know what your opinion are. You can also get us at Twitter, which is at ABQ Podcast. Capital A, capital B, capital Q. I'll thank you very much. You could email us, but fuck, why would you? Uh, (laughs) If you want, brothersquirrel at gmail.com. Please uh, give us a a review, like on, uh, you know, rate us on, uh, what's it called? What's that? platform everybody knows it they're supposed to know iTunes? it it exists thank you <laughs> itunes <laughs> god <Play>. damn it <clears throat> oh we should probably get on spotify play takes ratings i've never noticed uh-huh. 
And as always, we here at A Brother's Quarrel would like to kindly remind you that no one ever truly wins an argument. But we can all agree, die another day, suck dick. (laughs) Ha 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 ha!